Hey there, I'm Scott Bertram, and I'm the director of the Hillsdale College Podcast Network. This show and all the other shows on the network are listener-supported. That means we hope for, we count on, frankly, we rely on the support of listeners like you to make our educational outreach possible. One of the best and most convenient ways to do so is joining the Liberty and Learning Society. That's our exclusive monthly giving group. And in this month of March, we are looking for 300 new members of the Liberty and Learning Society. When you join, you'll help defend liberty through education, and you'll make shows like this one possible far into the future. All you have to do is visit hillsdale.edu slash monthly and complete the secure online donation form. If you need to pause or stop your gift at some point, no problem. Just call us. One of our friendly students or staff will help you. But today, will you be one of the 300 new members of the Liberty and Learning Society in March? Go to hillsdale.edu slash monthly to join the Liberty and Learning Society today. Help us bring these shows to you and other Americans at hillsdale.edu slash monthly. Welcome to Hillsdale College's Classical Education Podcast, bringing you insight into classical education and its unique emphasis on human virtue and moral character, responsible citizenship, content-rich curricula, and teacher-led classrooms. And now your host, Scott Bertram. Thanks for listening. As we begin, we ask you for your help, your assistance, to fill out a short survey to help us know our audience better and better serve you the listener. You can find a link to that survey in the description for this podcast or head to our SoundCloud page and look in the bio, soundcloud.com slash Hillsdale Classical Ed, soundcloud.com slash Hillsdale Classical Ed. Thank you. We're joined today by John Kirsting, Network Athletic Director at Valor Public Schools in Austin, Texas. John, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. Today we talk about the good of competition. And before we do, tell me uh, and our listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Valor Public Schools in Austin. Yeah, I'm the Network Athletic Director for Valor Public Schools. We currently have two schools uh, in Austin, Valor North Austin, up in Wells Branch, Valor South Austin, uh, down near Buda. And um, both schools are, are fairly young, but our tradition goes way back to Glendale Prep and uh, founded in Phoenix uh, in 2007. So our president was the founding headmaster for Glendale Prep, and our superintendent was the founding assistant headmaster. So um, a lot of the a lot of the great things that they did at Glendale Prep, um, we're looking to do on the network level uh, in Austin and the surrounding area. So let's talk about the good of competition, especially as it comes uh, in, in tandem with physical education and athletics in schools. So should sports and athletics be just about having fun? Well, that, that word just is obviously very important. I, mm-hmm. think, I think many people, when you say just about having fun, they, they probably wouldn't go so far as to say that. But I've often... Uh, I've heard I've heard parents say, um, you know, things like sports should be about having fun, and that sounds so nearly right. I mean, you certainly wouldn't want to say they shouldn't be any fun at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess the nuanced distinction is that 
you know, fun, fun should not be the goal. When fun is the goal, uh, you get off track with, um, with the, the, the method you, you use to get there. So, um, you know, there are lots of things that are, uh, lots of, lots of activities that are fun or ways of, of, you know, um, practicing or playing that are fun, but aren't, uh, just aren't very fruitful in the end, you know, um, messing around, uh, in the outfield during a practice is fun, <laughs> but it's not, it's not, it's not good. It's not, that's not sports. So there's something about the, the order of sports and the structure and, uh, giving yourself to that activity fully mm-hmm. that will be deeply fulfilling. It goes, I, I, I would say it goes beyond fun, but certainly, you know, um, fun, you know, is not that far off the mark. Sports are ordered play and they're about, um, they require you to fully engage and to give yourself to the activity, to give yourself an assent to, uh, the others that are involved in that activity. Um, so it re- that requires a lot of discipline um, and uh, kind of uh, a humility that the saying sports is about fun doesn't really get to, doesn't capture. So how would you describe competitive behavior when it comes to uh, sports and athletics? Yeah, I think this is really important. Uh, I, I think... Um, there are those who shy away from from competition or uh, are a little bit nervous about talking about competition as a as an unequivocally good thing because we see these behaviors that we associate with uh, competition that are really ugly, selfish behaviors, um, complaining to refs. Um, being a jerk to your teammate, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the Tom Brady uh, type, you know, um, borderline <laughs> borderline cheating, uh, you know, maybe maybe not borderline, um, but those aren't competitive behaviors. Uh, that 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 would be my claim is those behaviors that we associate with competition are actually uh, false competition. They're rooted in pride and a, and a kind of looking at winning uh, as the end-all, be-all, as opposed to a sign of excellence. Um, when, I, when I went and looked at the etymology of the word competition, that was really enlightening to me. Um, it was fascinating. Um, now, I, I, I probably, I say it to myself, students and to anybody that will listen to me when when this subject comes up um they're probably really tired of hearing it but um (laughs) the etymology uh so home meaning together and patere to seek so competition literally means to seek together or you could you could uh say to strive right so uh, petere um, is the root of, of our word, uh, English word petition, right? To, to ask for something. Um, so, so what should competition really be? It should be seeking together. And that word together is, is 
that was that was real epiphany to me because together indicates that not only are you working with your teammates, but everybody involved in the game is a partner. If you're if you're looking at it the right way in the competition, and and this has become so apparent to me as as I have fewer opportunities for competition myself, I miss I miss um, you know somebody to play against. Right. Um, that that opponent is not an antagonist, right? Um, you know, sports are a fundamentally peaceful activity, and that opponent where the there, you know, when you're playing a team that you don't know, like a high school opponent, um, there's there's often that I always felt this this uh, this bit of anxiety and and um, you know there's some intimidation there. Uh, you see a you know maybe you see an opponent, uh, one of the players on the on the basketball team warming up and they're dunking and you're looking, are they taller than you? And you feel this anxiety, <laughs> but but as you get older, you realize. I want I want somebody good to go up against to test myself and and so that opponent that competition is a gift to you. If all this is good about competition, why do some people take issue with competitive behavior? You you mentioned Tom Brady a bit back and 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 sort of that maniacal obsession with with winning is that part of what people sort of see when they talk about the competition competition being a a, a bad thing? Yeah, so I would argue that that what they're identifying as as ugly and and not desirable habits, uh, behaviors, they're certainly they're, they're absolutely right. But I, I, I would say that that's not real competitive. That's not that's not the proper spirit of competition behind behind those behaviors. Um, the spirit behind those behaviors ultimately i uh, i would claim is, is is pride you know and that's and that's the danger of of competition is that and, th- and this gets to what what does competition do for the for the student um how does it how does it help form competition is is dangerous it's messy because it reveals who you are mm-hmm. there's no hiding there's no hiding your character, so it's really it's not it's not just no hiding your skill level. It's there's your character is revealed on the court and on the field. We see what you're really made of because you can say in the classroom that you know this is a virtuous behavior. You're you know you're doing your um, literary analysis, uh, your your seminar discussion. You're talking about you know you're talking about oftentimes the character of the. Uh, you know the, the virtues and vices of the individual characters. It's very easy to say, you know, so and so was, you know, intemperate here or uh, cowardly. But when you get on the court and you have to back up, you know, uh, what you say and the fire, you know, the fire of your your spirit is is inflamed, which we need. We need our, our students. To, to show heart and to not let that be shriveled. But there's the danger that it spills over negatively and that you don't like looking bad mm. and you have to wrestle with that. So not, not competing.
cheating is not an option, though, right? So just because it's messy and dangerous and because it, it puts you in a situation where, you know, uh, emotions are high doesn't mean that you should just avoid it because that's an, that's an important part of being human to, to strive to be better. And to and to deal with uh, the the failures that come along with that along the way in a graceful manner. So, what does healthy competitive behavior look like when you're in the heat of a game and it really is close and both sides are trying their best? What does that healthy competitive behavior look like? What what sort of is the ideal picture for me of good competition? It's people playing hard, people making excellent plays. But there's a lot of joy that you see, smiles on people's faces, picking each other up, um, tremendous respect for the, the officials, um, coaches that are constructive, um, but energetic, uh, constructive in their, you know, in their comments. Um, and then at the end of the game, I, I you know, I want the losing team to, I it should sting. It should sting for them, but they're not. They're not um, pouting, or uh, you know, they they sh- the the opponents show respect for each other after the game, especially. And I think actually this is one of the things that professional sports gets right. Uh, if you look, it's it's not it's not something that's in the spotlight. But if you look at the end of an NFL game, um, you have. A lot of the players on on the opposite teams going to each other and um, and really showing each other respect, skill recognizing skill. Um, they you can see that there's a real brotherhood there. Um, so I think that would be another sign. After the game, you can see a real brotherhood uh, between the two teams. Talking with John Kirsting, athletic director at. Valor Public Schools in Austin, Texas, about the good of competition. How would you suggest a PE teacher or a coach teach students to be competitive? Yeah, I mean, that, that actually, in a sense, that, that should run through the entire, through the entire um, you know, course, as, you know, starting at the beginning of the class and going to the end this you know, if, if by competition we mean seeking excellence together, then um, in a sense that that should be happening the entire the entire class, right? As soon as the the class begins, you should be giving yourself fully, fully engaging in the class, um, and giving yourself to the communal activity. So it's not about you. It's not about what you feel like doing. Um, so in that sense, there's already that spirit of, of competition, um, that, that spirit of seeking excellence together. Um, but then it's, I think it's really important to give, um, to give the students, uh, in a PE class opportunities to play games together, uh, where there's a winner and where, um, you know, and, and where they're um, they're giving each other their best shot, and then you're you, you have the opportunity to coach them when um, their intensity spills out 
in, in maybe uh, in, an ugly manner into one of those behaviors that we really need to to eliminate that give competition a bad name. Um, but most of the time, the challenge is, is not uh, a student that is, uh, quote-unquote, too competitive. Most of the time, it's, there's a reluctance to fully dive in, to fully give yourself to something. And that's, and that, that spirit of fully engaging and fully giving yourself and not being too prideful because, because you know that there's going to be, um, you're, you're not going to be perfect. Um, that, that, uh, spirit of full engagement is something that as PE teachers, we need to be constantly encouraging, constantly calling the students forth to full engagement. Um, to and to not be afraid that it's not going to be good. You know, your results aren't going to be good immediately. You know, it's it's only the you know half-hearted giving, sort of protecting yourself that that really that really is is the failure. I know we touched on this a bit with your story earlier about uh, playing basketball, but is competition intention intention with goodwill and love and kindness and and those virtues? Can competition exist alongside those things? Yeah, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but yeah, just to really underline it and flesh it out. If you look at competition as as a giving of self to a communal activity, right? Uh, a full giving of yourself. That's that's what that's what caritas is. That's what that's what you know, um, desiring the good of others is. Um, so, so it's actually by really competing that I am loving my fellow man um, and, and joining with them in a, in a real way um, that you don't get an opportunity to, um, you know, in, in most of your, uh, you know, in most of your daily uh, routine. Um, it's actually, um, it's a similar feeling, a similar bond that I feel in a good competition with my, with my opponents and my teammates, um, that I feel when I, when there's a really good seminar discussion, you know, we have these, um, these faculty seminars roughly every other Friday, uh, this year we're reading the Odyssey. And when there's a really good discussion, you are sharing something really intimate to you, your inner thoughts about a text, um, and you're making yourself vulnerable. Um, there's, there's an incredible bond there um, that, that results when there's that humility and that really listening to each other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, good competition is an act of, of respect and and yeah, I would even say love. I mean, obviously, um, it's that word love. By that word love, we mean you know caritas, not not uh, the other the other types of love. Final question for John Kirsting: As we talk about the good of competition, what would you say that competition teaches student athletes, or even those students who are are just taking a PE class? that otherwise is hard to teach them in a school setting. We touched on this a little bit earlier when we were talking about, you know, you're you know, a student 
discussing vice and virtue in, a, in say, a, a literature discussion, um, and then that when you're out out there doing activities, um, striving, challenging physical activities, your character is put to the test. New character is revealed. Um, it's that testing and revealing that you don't you don't get at, at least not nearly to the same level when you're sitting down uh, when your body isn't isn't fully involved in the activity. I mean, if you think about a good a good game and, and they have these um, these phrases like in the zone when a player is really locked in when when you're really engaged in a in a good physical activity and in particular you know this often ha- happens in the context of of, of um, a sports game you are are full you're engaged with your full being you know your body your will your um, you know you're intellectually engaged it's not the same kind of active thinking as, as in the classroom but your 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 whole person is is engaged. So there's there's a, a moment there where you're fully living, and your and your focus is not on yourself. It's not it's not you know it's not in on yourself. It's on um, this communal activity. So there's a practice of of, of being. I guess you say a habit of being. Um, you could say you're 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 practicing being fully alive. Um, you know your um, your like we said your your character is really being tested and revealed. Um, so when you when we think about teaching, obviously it's it's um, so much of it is just the formation of likes and dislikes. PE is really an it's physical education, but it's about disciplining the body, which is actually about ordering your soul. It's about you um, being in charge of you rather than what you feel like being in charge of you. And that's, that's so important um, for everybody, but especially for, for students. Um, they, that's a constant, um, you know, battle that, they have to, um, you know, they 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 get practice in that in PE every day, and 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 um, oftentimes there's in, inconsistency with with you know fully giving themselves to the good activity, and so that's that's revealed and that's coached. John Kirsting, Network Athletic Director at Valor Public Schools in Austin, Texas, talking about the good of competition. John, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hillsdale College Classical Education Podcast. Thank you, Scott. I'm Scott Bertram. Again, we ask you to help us with a short survey. You can find the link in the description for this podcast or head to our SoundCloud page and look in the bio, soundcloud.com slash Hillsdale Classical Ed. It shouldn't take you more than a minute or two to fill out the survey and help out the podcast. We also invite you to like us on Facebook. Search for Hillsdale College K-12 Classical Education. You can follow us on Instagram at Hillsdale underscore K-12. Hillsdale underscore K-12 on Instagram. 
Thank you for listening to the Hillsdale College Classical Education Podcast. Thank you.